0: Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. Branding. We'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. Welcome to the Brand Standard Podcast. We are still on the topic of debunking myths about branding. Each month we have a new topic that we dive into, and this month is focused on debunking a lot of the most common myths in the branding space. And today's myth is that branding doesn't have an ROI or return on investment. Hmm. Now, this is an easy one to debunk because it is completely false. The real question is, how doesn't your brand have a return on investment? So, I'm gonna break it down a little bit more and give you the reasons why branding has an ROI. Branding in itself is a return on investment. Your investment is placed into your business when you decide to get your brand professionally designed. Once your brand is finished and ready to be distributed all out into the world, That is when you'll start to see a return on investment. When someone sees your logo, they will start to recognize your business. They will begin to see your logo icon or logo as a whole and start to put the icon to the business name. Again, your logo icon is the symbol that may be paired with your logo. And your logo is your icon and or the symbol with your business name. Now, your logo can also just be your business name in a brand font, which is fine because no matter what your logo, you'll want your logo to be recognizable in order for them to recognize your business to that logo. An example would be Apple using their logo for a long time before just using their icon, which is the silver gray apple with a bite out of it. After a while, you'll be able to use your icon only like Apple does. When you see a computer with an Apple symbol on it, you automatically know exactly who created it. That's the same result we want for your business too. Showing up consistently will show off your logo more and therefore become more recognizable. When someone receives your promotional mailer, they will learn more about your business and your services. They'll see more of your branding out there and it will strike interest into looking more into your business. When someone sees your social media feed, they will see your work, your products, and or services, and they get a sense of your overall vibe as a business. They will then follow you and get to know you even more as the days and weeks go by. It's all about having a cohesive brand within your social media. Not necessarily a beautiful feed, but more of a focus on the colors, fonts, etc. and how it helps you become more recognizable when someone sees one of your posts. They can easily say, oh, this is from fill in the blank brand. You are already forming a connection with them because they are already interested in you. They may become a longtime lurker before jumping in the ring with you, but as long as you are showing up consistently and being authentic and genuine, then you are doing a great job and don't stop. That person may or may not become a client, but they also aren't just lurking for them but they're also lurking for those like their family and their friends and anyone who may need what you sell. When someone lands on your website, they will be able to go through all of the information at their own pace, and they will have all of the pertinent information at their fingertips. They can look over the information and make a decision to reach out to you based on what's on your website and how it is branded. Now, on the other hand, When someone lands on a terribly branded or designed website, potential clients don't trust you as much, even if you are great at what you do. You'll want to make sure that you design a website that people will want to visit and stay on to go through all the information instead of just clicking off and going to the next. We don't want that. All of these branded tools promote your brand and they allow others to see, know, and like your business. It also builds trust with potential clients, which at the end of the day is what you want your ideal audience to do. This is a return on your investment. As most ROIs go, it can take an amount of time before you see that return. Sometimes it can be instant, like a conversation you might have with a follower on Instagram who then turns around and wants to book a consultation with you to then work with you. Sometimes it can be a few months or even years. When it takes longer, it doesn't mean that your return won't come. It just means that the connection needs more time to be made and to keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you do, don't stop. Just keep on going and you'll see your return come. Branding is focused on the long game, not the short game. You want to create a brand that is recognizable for years to come. Now, it's important to know that this return on investment is tied to the look and feel of your brand. Your choices are a big factor on whether your brand will bring your ideal clients or not. Your brand design, without even knowing it, leads potential clients your way. It could be a certain color or a font that caught their eye, no matter what you are luring them to your brand and therefore your business. It could be the overall feel that you showed on your website that made them want to connect with you or you have like a certain color palette or a font that you use, the tone of voice. Anything that is part of your brand that your ideal client is seeing is what to keep in mind. For an example, when your ideal client notices your brand, let's say you work with kids and you use bright and fun colors. By using these colors, you attract the right kind of client. You also then weed out those not having kids, and those who wouldn't fit as your ideal client. When a non-ideal client notices your brand, let's say you only work with women, but you have a masculine-type branding. By using masculine branding to attract women clients, you would potentially put off women who react more to feminine colors. It may leave potential clients confused on who you are looking for, and it may make them turn the other way. However, if you create a brand with your ideal client in mind, your brand will bring you a return on investment and in turn bring clients to your inbox and your door. Before I wrap things up, here's an example. If your ideal client is a woman, then most likely you'll want to keep your color palette to yellows, pinks, and purples. You'll want to have your typography be a little bit more either modern or modern with a little bit of feminine touch like a signature or a handwritten font to kind of make it a little bit softer. I hope that you will join me on the next episode of The Brand Standard where I will be debunking the last myth for the month, which is once you develop your brand, you don't have to update it. Do you think that's a myth or do you think that's real? Something tells me you already know. Until then, make sure to grab a copy of my branding starter kit for free. If you want to take the ROI conversation a step further, my brand kit is perfect for you. This will show you the top three things you should focus on first when it comes to branding, in my personal opinion. This kit also gives you insider information about the terms that you will hear during your branding process, which is so huge because it'll give you a leg up and your designer will be super impressed. Lastly. You'll be given some best practices to keep in mind when you are developing your brand and nurturing it. Don't miss out on this. Again, it is free. The link is www8 8 designstudiocom slash get the kit. That's www.double, D-O-U-B-L-E, the number eight, design, D-E-S-I-G-N, studio, S-T-U-D-I-O.com slash get the kit. You can also find it below in the show notes. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I look forward to the next episode next Wednesday. Talk then.